broadcasting from an undisclosed location, from a secret hunting spot known only to him and the guy who told him about it, and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics. Christmas time is upon us. Gee, <laughs> holy moly. And one great thing about Christmas time is time off. Not all of us. I personally don't get a whole lot of time off, but some of us do. Some of you in the audience are definitely on summer break already, and that means time outdoors. It means time out in the hills. It means time with young people. And take this from me. Time spent outdoors with young people is time well spent. You know, there's that meme that floats around Facebook. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've shared it on the hunting show facebook page and that is parents don't frame photos of their children playing playstation it's got a lovely photo of a father and a son out there fishing so this week i wanted to talk about something i'm personally passionate about and that is getting youth into the outdoors now some of you that listen to the show previously will understand that well i'm into scouting i've you know done that for as long as i can remember and i decided Let's get in touch with Scouting New Zealand, and they put me in touch with Clark Truscott, and uh, he's the National Commissioner at a very young age. How are you, Clark? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. I feel like I should be giving you a left-handed handshake through the phone, but we can't do that, right? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I, I can sort of extend my hand and whip, wobble, wobble it. Yeah, if it was Skype, it might work. Anyway... <laughs> Before we get going, you had the opportunity last night of seeing Rogue One, and it, it annoys me that you've seen it before me because I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan. How was it, mate? Uh, it was it was fabulous. Uh, I know it's a big call, but it's one of the best Star Wars movies I've seen. That's huge, you know, because I saw the first Star Wars in the 80s on the big screen back when it was cool. Um, <laughs> Star Wars has always been cool. Star Wars has always been cool, but you know when it was really cool, when there was lines and stuff. <laughs> uh, and then there was that whole bit in the middle that we don't talk about. You know, the early 2000s Star Wars stuff? Um, yeah, we, yep. no one talks about that. And then, of course, The Force Awakens rocked my world. And now this, you've made this call, and, and I'm, I'm jealous that I can't sort of relate to you because I'm thinking, wow, that you reckon, the, the, is it the best one or one of the best? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to sift through the emotions of seeing <laughs> a really great Star Wars movie. <laughs> Um, oh, but, but, but it's, it's really old school Star Wars. So it's, it's Empire versus the Rebels. It's really at the core of what it's about. It's fabulous. Okay. Well, I'm going to go see it very soon, and I'll flick you a text. I'll just let you know what I think. <laughs> eh? Great. Now, Clark. First of all, how long have you been involved with the Scout movement? Um, I joined um, when I was six years old, so 26 today, so 20 years. 20 years. You're going to catch yep. up to me fast. Now, why, why are you in? Why, why 20 years? That's 20 years of your life you've been involved in an organisation I think is fantastic. Uh, what is it for you? Why, why have you stayed so long? Um, well, I mean, I, I joined because my parents took me along, so they made that decision. Um, but, but I suppose um, about the time I would have been a teenager, I made the conscious choice to stay with Guts. Um, and, and it was because at the time I was having a lot of um, good, time with, good times with friends. And I was getting an opportunity to do a whole lot of really exciting, adventurous outdoor activities that uh, I didn't really have another way of doing or accessing. Um, and so scouting was really great value way to get into that. Um, when I finished um, my time as a youth member, I transitioned into um, an adult leadership role. 
because I felt um, a sense of responsibility to give back to to, to an organisation that done an, that had done an amazing thing for me. And as time's gone on, I've realised that uh, through scouting, even though I thought I was having fun and having a lot of adventures in the outdoors, what I was actually doing was getting um, an amazing head start in life. Mm. Uh, so I, I was learning um, a, a core set of values which um, are steady throughout my whole life. I was learning um, really soft skills around leadership, resilience, um, uh, how to work with others. Mm. And, and really, they've, they've accelerated my career since. Um, so why I'm involved with scouting today is, is a little bit different again. It's because I'm really passionate about the difference I think scouting can make for individuals and for our communities. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah. It's interesting you talk about that, that whole... It's For me, it's actually... When I first became a leader, it was a, just that. It was about repaying that debt. Um, and I mean that in the kindest way. I got so much <laughs> out of it as a youth member that to not repay that to me didn't seem conceivable. You know, it just seemed like something that I needed to do for myself and um, and for the young people, you know, pass on that knowledge. And isn't it interesting, when I was, yeah, I remember that scout leader, that one person that really stands out and becomes a, a, just that, that optimum role model for you. And I'm, I'm probably sure you had a leader like that for you as well. Yeah, I, I think I had a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but certainly uh, what stands out for me, if I think about my time as a youth member, um, it was um, how lucky I was to have such great role models um, that I wouldn't have got otherwise. Yeah, yeah. and, and let's, let's be real. If you're not involved with scouting, and a lot of our audience may never have been involved with scouting, that role model may have happened for you somewhere else. It could have been your father, a caregiver, your mother, that person that took you into the hills. And most of our listeners are going to be hunters. So they're going to enjoy that outdoor experience. And and being outdoors and pushing yourself to the limit is always going to be powerful. It's going to be positive. It may be negative. Uh, and even the negative experiences can be positive in the long run. But it's going to be powerful. And isn't it great that you've been in a position where someone took on that role for you? Yeah, I, I, I feel very privileged that, that there were volunteers out there who wanted to give their time. Um, and I still feel very privileged to lead an organisation full of volunteers who want to give their time um, to be those role models and to, to take young people out into the outdoors um, and to teach them really important life lessons that they, they can't learn um, in a lot of other places. Now, when you're taking people into the outdoors, what's your philosophy? So have you had any advice, say, for parents or caregivers, aunties, uncles, neighbours, uh, and scout leaders that are probably listening to this show, what's your advice about getting young people in the outdoors and setting them up and giving them that solid foundation for uh, future endeavours? Is probably one way to put it. <laughs> um, as cliche as it sounds, I think it comes back to the old scout motto of be prepared. Nice. Uh, so, so if, if I'm going to take scouts into the outdoors, um, then you know, or or if any of our volunteers are going to take scouts into the outdoors, they'll be um, preparing them for that adventure before they leave. Um, so, so they'll be learning skills um, through through their regular section meetings on a weekday evening, um, and then they'll be doing preparation specific to that kind of adventurous activity. Um, so, it might be helping plan the, the the route they're going to take, thinking about the risks they might encounter, and how the, and how they might um, mitigate that. And I think one of the interesting things we do with scouts is that uh, we encourage youth members and leaders to do those those sort of that sort of planning together. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think a lot of other um, organisations that take young people into the outdoors 
it's very much adults taking young people into the bush. Um, so, so I feel that's a, a, a key part of the value that we bring. And it also teaches those skills to young people so that they can carry them on um, when they're passionate about the outdoors as adults. When we're talking about scouting, I just want to bring something up, and this is detracting completely from what our audience is into, but it's that, that patrol method. You know, Lord Baden-Powell yep. said um, that there's that the patrol method isn't a way to run a scout group. It's the only way to run a scout group. Uh, I don't know if you've read that quote, but where, where are you sitting with that? I mean, the patrol thing was kind of a, a powerful thing when I was in scouting. And as an adult leader, I see how powerful it can be for the, me- the youth members as they progress and become uh, leaders themselves within that smaller group. Um, yeah, I, I think I think for me the magic of the patrol system is working in small teams, mm. um, and uh, and th- those teams can be fixed or they can change. You know, so so it, that, that's not what's important. I think what's important is the leadership opportunities that young people get when they work in small teams um, that are led by by their peers, mm. um, and and the opportunity to to learn and develop skills through through trial and error. So through experience um, um, rather than a chalk and talk situation um, and then the opportunity to, to pass those skills on in a more peer-to-peer learning sense which both um, teaches other young people um, but also really reinforces the messages to the person who's now teaching them. I, I think that the working in small teams, the patrol system um, is the cornerstone of um, how we do scouts and I think it's one of the things that, which really sets it apart. Mm. Where do how when you look at the scout method and you look at the way a scout the scout organisation is run, how does that transfer to people? Uh, you know, some of these people that are listening are very rural; they don't have scout sections uh, near them, and we won't go into loan scouting and all that stuff yet. Um, <laughs> but but the, those uh, the, for those people who want who look at scouting and go, wow, I would like to pass on some of that to my children, um, my class, my uh, you know my neighbours' group of children that I, I take hunting. Um, how do you suggest they give them three tips on how they can use the scout idea in taking youth into the outdoors? Um, so, so, so the first one would be, uh, we've already talked about it, so it's working in yeah. small teams. Um, but the, the difference when it comes to the scout method is, is that you empower the young person to lead that team. Nice. Um, so, so, so very shortly we're going to start calling this um, youth-led adult-supported. Um, so, so that's a really easy way to... to um, enrich the experience for young people in the outdoors. Mm. Um, the, the second one would be to, to let young people learn um, by, you know, l- learn by doing. Um, so, so, for example, in the hunting sense, you know, t- by all means, um, to teach them how to, how to stalk and shoot a deer, um, but, but don't let them get away with not, you know, cleaning up their mess, gutting it and carrying it out of the bush. Um, you know, make sure they get the full experience. Um, and the third one, oh, the third one would have to be um, How about I give you one? Because <laughs> sure. I did put you on the spot there. Um, yeah. Have a philosophy. This is something that I like about when I've been involved with scouting is we've kind of got this this core group of values that we work towards or are the foundation of what we're doing wherever we are and whatever we're doing. Um, yeah. And I think that that's something that's quite empower- is quite powerful for families even. Is have it's almost like um, a mission statement for you as a family uh, or you as a group, and I think that that makes scouting special. You know that 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 clear mission statement for one of a better way to put it, which is the scout law and promise. 
that you're you're kind of always harking back to or, or going back to and saying, are we still within the bounds of this? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'd say that's a perfect third, third tip. Um, uh, I, I mean, it, it's not just unique to scouting, but mm. unique to or it, it's a, having a core set of values um, which guides everything you do and you constantly reinforce is central to all positive youth development practice. Now, you when we talk about the scout movement and people start to think about um, lemon squeezer hats, short shorts, and khaki t shirt or khaki shirts with badges all over them. Um, the the movement has moved on. <laughs> it's a modern <laughs> progressive organisation that holds on to some of that older stuff, um, but really has uh, come into the century w- with vengeance. You know the numbers are up as far as I know. Um, youth are joining in their droves again. Why do you think that is? Um, I think we've done a couple of things. So, so, um, so I mean, sc- scouting is globally a very strong organisation. We've got 40 million members um, and, and growing. Mm. Um, and, and we're not even in one of the biggest countries in the world, China, yet. Uh, but, but I think what's behind the resurgence in New Zealand is a couple of things. We, we, you touched on our heritage elements. Mm. Uh, I think about 10 years ago, we got serious around what elements of our heritage were useful to carry forward and what elements weren't. Um, and that, that was a little bit tricky for us as an organisation at the time, but, but we've come through that and we're in a, we're in a much better place now. So, so now we're an organisation which is um, not concerned with doing scouting, perhaps the way it was set down for us 100 years ago, but being really concerned with delivering a high-quality youth development experience yeah. um, through the scouting method. Um, and holding on to the elements of our heritage which are relevant to us, um, and yeah. So, so I think I think what happened and, and what um, brought people back to us is contemporising our programs and um, really focusing on what it is we're there to deliver, mm. um, which is a well-rounded youth development experience. And I think something I wanted to talk to you about, Clark, which is a, is again a little bit off topic, but that. Scouting is different in different areas, and obviously that that does change. I look at the scout group around here, and I think I told you off air that you know I've taken my scouts hunting, <laughs> and um, they've provided from start to finish, from you know killing an animal to gutting it, skinning it, cooking it, and dishing it up to their peers. And for me personally, that that's been quite powerful to watch because not only have they been um, or not observers in the environment, they've become participants and they've also become providers. Now, Central Auckland Scout Groups, that's going to seem very, very foreign to. Now, I, all of that stuff obviously was done in a controlled environment and it was safe. Um, but how, you know, how do you think it could go where, you get, where that sort of stuff becomes a little bit more standard or is it the PC Brigade going to knock on your door? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as I was saying earlier, I think the, the important thing is to, to, to think about the, the activities that really challenge the young people in your mm. community. Um, so, so you're right, we do have different scout groups which do different things. Um, so so your, your scouts go um, hunting. Mm. Um, for my scouts, it's quite exciting to go to the local rifle range one evening. Um, so, so, but but, but di- different experiences for them. Mm. Um, so, so my scouts would hardly ever touch a gun. I think whatever you do, though, it's about, um, one, making sure that you challenge people because um, youth development occurs where you challenge people yeah. um, in a positive way and in a safe way. Um, and, and the second one is um, so, so long as 
see young people understand some boundaries, yeah. um, they're going to have a great time and they're going to learn from it. One thing I wanted to bring up with you was, was that my firearm safety foundation was probably developed through scouting. I, in fact, I think it definitely was. Some of the best lessons I had in firearm safety were from some guest speaker that came along to my scout group, might have been at the deer stalkers range or even at the scout den, and gave us that rundown on firearm safety. Did, did that happen for you? Absolutely. Hmm. Um, uh, I, I recall being, uh, as a youth member, learning about gun safety in scouts. Um, but but also I, I have seen gun safety taught numerous times in Scouts as a leader, um, and I'm always really impressed with the the seriousness with which it is taken and the the high caliber of um, no safety pun no pun intended eh? firearms. <laughs> no pun intended. No, that was an accident. <laughs> um, actually, I was at a, an event, um, a large national event, at the start of this year, um, where we ran a whole activity base where we had a hundred. Um, teenagers at a hunting base and a lot of them had never hunted anything before some of them were actually Australians which was interesting because um, <laughs> the, the key target was possum yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah I just just really impressed with the the, the seriousness with which um, gun safety was taken and of course we work with professional clubs and whatnot to support us in that space the other thing is obviously when when any hunter is getting into the outdoors, they're taking risks. They're going out there, they're challenging themselves at large. In fact, uh, if there's firearms or, or um, blades involved, there's always a risk, I suppose. But they're, they're taking risks and they're pushing themselves to the limit. One thing I think that scouting helped me with was probably knowing how how to push myself to that limit. I'm trying to word that a little bit better, but... Um, knowing that I can push myself this far and give me the confidence to go that 10 steps further or that, that one kilometre further into the bush without a track. Scouting definitely gave me that confidence. Yeah, I agree. So, so one of the things we, we really focus on um, is, is creating um, adventure um, in the outdoors uh, that, that challenges young people to understand their limits and to push their limits. Hmm. And, and, and through taking... Um, safe risk, uh, which I, I think, I think one of one of the issues we identify with young people as as we went through the process of redeveloping our program just this year, uh, is that um, young people don't often get a safe place in which to take risks any longer. Right. Uh, so so we thought it was important in Scouts to create or to continue to allow a safe environment for young people to take risks, um, and and it's through taking those risks that they learn um, how, that they can overcome challenges, how to work together, how to persevere, resilience. Um, they, they really develop, um, you know, young, young people who've been involved with scouting for a period of time really have greater mental agility and resilience as well. They perform better at school. We know that later in life they, um, um, they have less, they have fewer mental health issues. Um, and, and that all comes back to, to learning how to, how to, overcome adversity, face challenge, handle risk. Oh, absolutely. And if you're in any sort of community group, if you're in Kiwanis, Lions, the Masonic Lodge, whatever you, you happen to be in as an adult um, service club, ask how many of those people were in scouting. And most of the hands go up. I think scouts go on to be more community aware is probably the best way to put that. Absolutely. So there's a good body of evidence which indicates that... Um, um, being involved with community organisations 
or community-focused organisations as a young person creates more community-orientated adults. Hmm. But I think it's more than that. It creates young people and adults with a greater sense of purpose and connection to their families, their communities, um, their environment, hmm. um, which, which is valuable. Now, one thing we're going to end this interview on is scouting for me has always been about personal challenges it's competitive but it's competitive against your own limits rather than the person next to you obviously there's games that are competitive but at large it's about beating not how to beating yourself you know or getting better than yourself and improving yourself and challenging yourself is that the same experience that you've had yeah absolutely one of the things we say in scouting is that um, unlike a sports team there is no bench so, so no one, no player is benched um, um, during a scout activity. Uh, so, so um, it, it, it's all inclusive. Um, so, so we'll take anyone. We'll we'll help them. We'll train them. We'll support them. We'll let them participate fully. Um, but, but also, it's one of the few activities uh, where young people are fo- focused on youth development, which isn't a competition. Mm. Uh, and and there's a lot of value in young people learning to be collaborative, rather as opposed to always competitive. Um, so it creates more, you know, having experience um, working more collaboratively towards a common goal creates, um, you know, more well-rounded adults, better suited to the workplace. And better suited to being in the outdoors. <laughs> you Absolutely. <know>. Yeah. <laughs> these, are, these young people really do become future leaders. And Clark, I'd like to thank you for your time today. And if people want to get involved in scouting, whether that's as they want their young people to be involved or they want to get involved as an adult leader, how do they find out more? So the easiest way to find out more would be to call us on 0800 Scouts um, and you'll, that will put you in contact with one of our service centres and they can direct you to um, a local group um, or other relevant um, scouting body. Uh, if you just want a bit more information, you can visit our website at www.scouts.org.nz and of course, there's lots of international listeners as well. Just hit old Google there, smack in Scouts into the search bar, and you'll find your local Scout group or the closest Scout service centre to wherever you are in the world. Clark, have a great day. Have a very Merry Christmas, and I wish you a prosperous New Year. Thank you. Merry Christmas. That's us for another week. Remember, you can win some great prizes with us. Like us on Facebook. Some 5,000 odd of you have. There's still probably another 55,000 of you that listen each week that haven't. So please find us on Facebook. We are on Instagram, but I'm not very good at Instagram, if I was going to be honest. Like us on Facebook, follow us on there, and you could become that great fan of the month and win that 12-month subscription to NZ Outdoor Hunting Magazine. And a big thank you to all of our sponsors this year we're very fortunate to have various sponsors throughout the year evolve outdoors with hunters element clothing they helped us through the duck shooting season thank you very much of course lower your boots are fantastic uh we love your boots we love your shoes and we love thorlow socks so um please remember they do help us by making this show free to you on air Jet Boyle and of course NZ Outdoor Hunting Magazine. Oh, and I nearly forgot the team at UFO Cookers. They provide us with prizes and great content and certainly help us produce some great food. And I normally don't do a big sponsorship shout out at the end of shows because it's a bit too commercial. But since this is Christmas time, Merry Christmas to them. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And I please want to hear you had safe and happy New Year's. Be careful out there, guys, and good hunting.
Broadcasting from an undisclosed location. From a secret hunting spot known only to him. And the guy who told him about it. And possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics.